I too, I too, I too got to obey the Lord this morning, and it's kind of odd. And uh, you know that I knew I knew I had a busy end of the week, and I had I had really I had really pre-planned with a lot of studies uh, last week when I had a slower week, and I really I really thought I had uh, uh, you know the heart of the Lord even for this this Sunday last week because I had really pre-planned and pre-studied and really had a, a I had this. What I thought was this really a good thought, Lord, and uh, but but uh, about Thursday, Friday, I began to sense that uh, we're going somewhere else, ain't we, Lord? I can just tell. I can know how this works. If you do this long enough, you learn. This is how this works. We're going somewhere else, and this is all changing. And 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 I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get busy, ain't I? <laughs> so so I really want to obey the Lord's word. It's just something simple though, but but I feel like it's what the Lord. Want me to come tell this house this morning for you that's gathered. Uh, may, may not be for everyone. Everyone can get something. I love it. But there's, it is for some, uh, for sure, uh, that they, you need to hear this morning. You need to hear this. And I, I just want to obey the Lord. But I want to read you this little piece of scripture out of John 20. John 20. John 20. 18 through verse 23. It's just a short piece. If you want, we'll stand one more time. Uh, we'll pray and I'll let you be seated. But John 20. Uh, of course, most of y'all know this is. This is towards this is the, the the resurrection passages where he has already arose and and Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord after after the resurrection and that he had spoken these things unto her. Then that same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands, his side. No doubter. Making it a no doubter about the resurrection. There ain't nothing messing with you. Oh, no, 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 it's me. It's me. Then were the disciples, I think this is the understatement of all time. Then were the disciples glad. Amen. I'll just imagine. Amen. When they saw the Lord, then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you. I expect it was a ruckus. They was all ripping and but peace be unto you. As my Father sent me, even so send I you. Now listen. And when he, he had said this, he breathed on them. Come on. Hang on to that. Let me say that one more time because I feel, I feel like you missed that. He breathed on them and said, and said Receive ye the Holy Ghost. And this last verse, last verse, he then said, on the tail of all of that, he said, whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins you retain, well, they are retained. I want to talk to you this morning before we pray. I want to talk to you this morning about this thought, the second breath of God. The second breath of God. Amen. Amen. Is my mic going dead? All right. All right. There we go. Brother Angle, would you pray over this? Thank you, Lord, for another opportunity to hear your infallible, incomparable, efficacious word. Even as you sent Jesus, you're sending us. And I bless you for this. In Jesus' name. Like I want to see you bless the pastor this morning as he breaks the bread. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Come on, come on. Bless, bless the Lord this morning. Bless him. Amen. 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 You, you, you can be seated this morning in, in his presence, in his house. Now, now, I want to say this right up front. Uh, this is not so much a, 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 a word of revelation. Uh, uh, it's more of a word of remembrance. 
I want you, I want you to get that. Because well, there's, there's a difference. A lot of times, uh, I know, I love, I love looking for the new and looking for that revelatory thought, looking, searching, and, and, and I know Brother Keith does. I know Brother Keith appreciates that. I, uh, you can see that drives him. I, I see it in his, in, his, in, his, in his messages that it drives him to find, to find that revelation and to find that chunk that, that goes bang and pow and like Rice Krispies or something, you know. Now, I can see that. I can see that. And I'm like that. I like that. Uh, I really do. But, but, but how many know we need, we need a word of remembrance really, really regular as well? Really rare. Uh, I think Peter, uh, in 2 Peter 1 and 12, he, he kind of brung that out. And really, in, it's always been a part of my thought process. That, remember, he said that, that, that not to be negligent, uh, to, to put always in remembrance. You know, that's what Peter was telling in his book, that he wanted to always put you in remembrance uh, 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 of, of the things. And he's talking about the gospel. I wanted always to kind of make sure everybody hung on to it. Why? Why? So, so that they can be established, so they can know and be established in present truth. Not, not just, not just kind of in revelation, that, that truth that you might get tomorrow, but you got to remember the old stuff to stay established in what's already been established. I want you to keep that, hang on to that. And the reason I say that is, is because I'm afraid sometimes, sometimes, you know, we'll read scriptures that we've read a lot, and we read scriptures that we've heard a lot as Christians. A lot of time, I, I think we, we get the, we, we kind of like elevator music. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, you know, but you know what I thought about that? It, it just dawned on me. You know, I, I, don't, I don't even know if they do elevator music no more. The last few elevators I've been, I don't think I even heard any music. Usually, this, this life is going down. I'm going to tell you. Who took the music out of the elevators? But, but what I really mean by all that is, is sometimes we're not even, we're oblivious sometimes to even to some of the important things of God's truth, the gospel, some of the, some of the things that we should be established in, you know, now. Something we should be strong in now. And always looking sometimes, if we're not careful, for the new. Now, now having said all that, I want to say this. And I'm going somewhere. You know I am. You know I'm going somewhere. Some of you may not ever know when I get there. But I am going somewhere. I've always got a destination. Sometimes I go way, way about, and I take many bunny trails. But, but I am. But, and I want, I want you to share this with you. We live in an age, in a time, whatever you want to call it, season, culture, whatever you want to, where, where I believe this. God is, is so misrepresented. I do. That's our season. That's our time. He is so misrepresented. I, I, I bring to your mind a couple things. Social media. Man. You know, so many people drop the word God or, or you know, God said on social media or, 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 or they'll, 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 they'll say something and attach God to it or, or, or make mention of something or even slam somebody on social media. Anybody got any haters? I get it. I get it every now and then. I do. I don't mind. I don't respond usually, and and, and I don't really have to because you know I just be quiet and just let the Lord. I just go on. I just go on. But 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 there's, there's this misrepresentation, and and and, and they're, they're speaking for God. Speaking for God on on this drawed. Platform, and that's the you know that's the thing. Nowadays, you you ain't gotta wait to get this. You you can just sign right on, jump right in. But but here's here's what has come out of that age. There's so many, and, and I'm going somewhere because that that's created a culture that they just not sure who God is. And, I, and I'm not talking about the true believer. I'm talking about those that we're sent to. Those that might be here today that, that we, we've been having, uh, not here today, um, and maybe that's for, for me to be able to say this, but we've been having a, a young man that's been coming. The first time he come ever come to church was a couple weeks ago. Ever. He'd never been to church. Never. And I tell the Lord, I was dealing with him, and he, he, and the first Sunday he was really, really stiff, really hard, you know, and I hugged him, and, and I could tell he was receptive of it. And then, and then the next Sunday he come, he hugged me tighter, tighter. And I told him, I just I give him a word. I said, I said, you just journey. You just journey at your pace. I said, God's not, Jesus is not afraid to walk with you at your pace. 
I said, you walk with me. Now, I said, I, I, know you, I know you don't really know for sure what all is going on around here. I know you don't really know. I said, I just thank you for considering me. I thank you for being here, just considering what's going on. Because I said, that tells me God's working. That tells me that you're receptive because you would not be here were you not receptive to that. And I said, that's exciting to me. So, so, but anyway, the reason I say all that is people like him. And, and I know he, he said a few things, we, we've, but we've talked on, on social, on Messenger. We've talked a few times, and he's brung, he said a few things that probably helped stir this thought today. He said a few things. that, that there, he's, had, he's had so many ideas of who God is. From all these people, all this age, who are misrepresenting God. I, I looked him. I looked over. I looked on his Facebook page just to see what all, what all you know. And there's a lot of he said, man. I, I said, no wonder he don't know who God is. The people who's telling him who God is don't know who God is. Amen. Amen. But 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 he's hungry and he's seeking. So you, you pray for that situation. You don't even know even know who it is. But but pray for him because I because I, I don't want fourteen people running up to him next time and let him journey. Let him journey. Let him journey. He's journeying. But 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 he's speaking for God. And, and, and even even on TV, celebrities and athletes. You know, a lot of times they get these awards. They get these things. And and, and if it's legitimate, believe me, I'm not a hater. I'm thankful for anybody that gives God praise, gives God honor. They say if they, someone's got a true platform and 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 they honoring God for what they're blessing with. But a lot of times, a lot of times, you know their lifestyle. You know, you know. That, matter of fact, they might just finish cussing a blue streak on 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 the game or or whatever, and and, and then they attach God. And not that, hey, not 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 that any of that disqualifies. I'm not saying that. But but here's what I'm trying to say. They're represent, misrepresenting God to so many. That's the time. I'm setting this up for someone. That's the time that we live in. And that's just normal people. We got thousands of religious organizations, groups, should say, groups, thousands probably, who, who do the same thing, who misrepresent, really, and they've got the clout of some religious name sometimes. They've got the cloud of, well, well, well that's a church, or that's a, a church body, or that's a church people, or he's a, he's a pastor. Yo, out there, where's my church? Uh, I, thought, I, thought about, I thought about, for just an instant, and I don't even know exactly, I don't remember where it's at now, but it's several, a few years ago, and it's kind of died off now. But it was this Baptist, I shouldn't even mention it, but they were a Baptist organization, and I don't think they're really Baptist, because Baptists don't even act like what this bunch are acting like. Because there's a, there's a lot of good, great Baptist people. But this bunch was acting like idiots. They're, they're not even good. They're not even Baptist. I mean, they, they don't know God. But what they were doing, you've probably seen it in the news. You probably have heard it. Uh, it might have been like Westboro Baptist or something. I don't remember. They were showing up at soldiers' funerals. Soldiers' funerals. Standing outside of their soldiers' funerals. While the family was grieving, having the service. And they had signs. They had signs. They had signs. That they hate soldiers. A church, Baptist, and it's got the name Baptist hooked to it. So, so you know, half the world regards that. And like I said, I, if I was Baptist, I, I would I would throw a fit about them even calling themselves Baptist. I'm Pentecostal, and it ticks me off. I'm, like, I'm gonna take up maybe some Baptist. Because I know some Baptists, they, they don't carry around no I hate soldier signs. Yeah, yeah. But they, they, they had signs, I hate soldiers. I hate America. I hate gays. I, I sing all the time. How, how, many, how many know, how many know this morning? How many know this morning? They don't know God. They don't know God. They don't know Him. He 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 that doesn't know the love of God. They don't, don't know God, what the scripture says. They don't know God. But, but they're misrepresenting. I've dealt, I've dealt in the past with a lot of folks that's had run-ins with Jehovah Witnesses as well. We, I had one in here. We, some of y'all didn't even know this. We, we had one that would come here come here for a while. And, and they wanted to, they wanted, and, I, and that was kind of odd that they even come here because most of them say plumb away. For, but this one was brazen and, and they would come a while because they don't come no more. Not that they wasn't welcome. 
I was glad for him. I was glad for him. I just ain't going to listen to all that junk. You know, somebody said, I think they even told me I was narrow-minded. I said, yeah, I am. I said, when you got the, the truth and the way and the life, I don't have to broaden out. Hey, there's no need for me to broaden. You got nothing. I'll receive from anybody that can give me something, but I've already got. Hey, you can't give me nothing. I said, I'll give you a few things. But anyway, we, we, I, I've been amazed even by groups like that and things who, who misrepresent. I, I, was telling, I think I was telling my brother-in-law, maybe yesterday we was talking. We was talking, and, and I, I remember telling somebody's asked me about how, how they go around witnessing and, and this thing. And I said, well, it is. It's probably, it, and here's something. That amazes. I don't need amaze you how the Jehovah's Witnesses go around and witnessing. You know, there's two or three of them, and they're, they, they're, they're faithful. They're, they're really at it. They're in it. But I thought about even that, and I remember, I remember this is probably the thing that run off the, the Jehovah Witness that we used to have. Uh, is I said this even, I, I thought this way with them. Uh, it, it amazes me because they, they only believe, listen, listen to this, they only believe there's 144,000 going to be going to heaven. That's, that's one of their great, one of their true blue embedded ingrained beliefs. It's just a, you know, like, you know, you're, you're up around 138,000, 139,000. You know, I was thinking, thinking, and they've been at it a long time. Sure, surely in their mind they're getting close. Y'all tracking with me? Surely they're getting close. But here's what I thought. I ain't witnessing. If I'm a Jehovah's Witness, I ain't witnessing. Ain't nobody bumping me out. I mean, that's stupid. That's stupid. Think about it. I ain't. No, sir. I mean, I'm afraid we had a 139,999, and, 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 and I'm not going to your house and telling you, Jack. Because I might be 140, and I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm just saying. They don't know God. So many misrepresent. So many. They speak for God. Speak for God. But really don't know him. All these hater groups and hater don't really know him. He 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 that he 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 that loveth not knoweth not the love of God. For God is love. Come on, you need to thank the Lord right there. Come on, bless his name. Hey. But, but it goes a little bit further. I'm taking it just a little bit further. So hold your, hold your breath. A little bit further. Because even in, even in good church circles, good, good bodies of Christ, uh, we, we, have sometimes, we, have sometimes, we have sometimes misrepresented God. Amen. And, and 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 I know I know I know we had good intentions and, and we we was on had the right motives and all that. But sometimes, and, and this is how we do it. This is how we've done it. And this, I'm looks looking back in my past. I'm looking back from the time I stepped into this. And, and I remember I remember all the times that I was I was in some good churches, good good preachers, good whatever. But but and even and even myself. But 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 here's how it happens. Here's how they misrepresent God. Sometimes this is how I've misrepresented God before. Is we get fixated, we, we get really fixated on, on certain things at certain seasons. Amen. Just get, get hung up on, on one little thing or some little thing or some part. And, and, and this, is, this is where remembrance, bringing it back to remembrance that we can get reestablished. I'm still going somewhere. Reestablished, it's taking you a while though, ain't it, preacher? Yes, it is, it is. It's taking me too long to get here. But you get reestablished because we give, a, a, a good example, right quick. When I first got saved, or well, was it a year or two into it? No, it's probably longer than that. I was a couple, three years into to being saved. I done, I done got filled with the Holy Ghost and was feeling the call to ministry and didn't know exactly what all that looked like yet. But I remember going, and I was going, I was going to churches, all, just 
just just wanting to love on God, wanting to be with God, and, and trying to search out and seek out. You know, when, when you're seeking, it's because, you know, God's leading. And, and I was just trying to seek out what God wanted for me. And I remember going to this one church that I had a lot of confidence in. I had a lot of confidence in, 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 the, in the pastor that was there. Uh, but, and I went there, but that day they were just fixated. They were just fixated. And, 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 and I don't hold nothing against them. But that day, and you've heard me tell this story. That day, that day, they, they really preached. This is what I heard. They didn't preach all. This is all what I heard out of the whole message. A whole man, an hour's worth of probably preaching. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Have you ever, have you ever been for an hour's worth of preaching, but you probably heard like one thing? I don't know how that can happen, but it does. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. Out of an hour's worth of preaching, he got he got on a little tangent about beards. And the only time I ain't never had a beard is when I was taking chemotherapy and I lost it. I didn't shave it. Fell out. Well, there I sat, and, and, and I used to have a pretty, a pretty robust, manly. Now, now I wear these stupid little smaller, moderate, keep it calm. Although it's, it's gotten a little bushier than normal because it's wintertime. And it's cold out. But oh, he, he got off on it, and, and this is what I heard. Out, and he didn't even say it like this, but here's what, here's what I heard him say. Out of all this tangent about the enemies of God had beards, and, and he, he got so fixated on, on stuff like that. But here's what I heard him say. I heard him say this. I heard him say this. Or what might you have heard? God hates beards. That's what I heard. God hates beards. I said, well, I hate you. <laughs> now, now we're both going to hell. How about that? What a great service we've had. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> we're all in trouble now. <laughs> but as I thought on that, and I thought out how sometimes even I have got fixated on the fad or the trend or maybe a sin that was going on at the moment. How many, how many know what I'm talking about? Something maybe going on in someone's life or my life or my family's life. You know how you do. You know, you, 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 ain't, you ain't said a word about it until it breaks loose in your family. And then you're preaching hell, fire, hot, and damned, and you're in trouble, and curse this and curse that, and Jesus hates you. Y'all know what I'm talking about? And, and I did that. As a pastor, I've gotten aggravated with people before. I'm like, man, what's going on? And I get on a tangent sometimes and unknowingly, unwillingly, really unwillingly. You're on this tangent. You're fixated for a season. And, and, and you're misrepresenting God a lot. We've had whole movements do that. And we've run people out of church. We've, we've run people off. People's left churches and said, I ain't never going back there. Because what they heard is, God hates me. God hates me. God hates me. That's what they hear. That's what they hear. That's what they hear. And, 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 and so that goes on. And, and how, how, many, how many know that we got to be careful? Th yeah. Th this, this letter, this letter, we got to be careful. When we preach this letter, come on, that we preach it with the Spirit. Of the letter. Preach it with the spirit of Jesus. I've said this before. I've said this before. I hear a lot of people say things that Jesus said, but they don't say them like Jesus would have said them. They're saying the very same thing that Jesus Christ would had said, but they don't say it nothing like Jesus would have said it. Ouch. Dang. Ain't you heard some silly things? All you, all you folk been in church a while, you've heard some silly things where somebody was fixated. Thank God we've moved. Amen. All right, I'm going to, I'm, 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 I'm going to tap in right here. I want, I want to, I want to go just a little bit further here. John, I want to go back to John three right quick. We're coming back. We're coming back. I ain't forgot. I ain't forgot. I ain't forgot the second breath of God yet. I ain't forgot it. 
I might lose time for it, but I ain't forgot it. Let me read this right. Let me read this right quick. And let me just let me walk through it. And maybe it won't take me. I won't have to go back and reiterate it. And Moses, as Moses was lifted up, somebody. And this is some of the most popular scriptures in all the gospels, all the Bible that I'm going to read right now. Remember the elevator music? No, 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 no. Don't let it be. But as Moses was lifted up, Jesus said this. And lifted up the serpent. As Moses lifted, not, not Moses lifted up. As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so even so the Son of Man shall be. Reference back to the snakes and, and the vipers biting and, and the brazen snake on a pole and look at it and you're healed. And, and, and Israel's time. Jesus said, I'm going to be like that in a sense. I'm going to be like And in verse 15, this is where I want to start in. Whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but hath eternal life. Here's something that helped me a long time ago. It's, and I don't always preach it this way, and maybe I shouldn't even bring it out this morning. But a lot of times I look at certain scriptures, certain things God gives me. I look at it in two lights anymore. God, God helped me make a distinction. Well, I'm right or wrong. There's, there's plenty of you scholars here, but this is how I, this is how I work it anymore. Is is I make a distinction between eternal life and abundant life. I do. I do. I I I, I see what the scripture, where the scripture at, what's being said. Is this pertaining to eternal life, or is this pertaining to somebody who's already saved? And God trying to call them a little bit higher, a little further. Bring them into John 10, 10 stop. Abundant life. And that's a big thing. It was for me about making sure I'm representing God right. But sometimes, but sometimes, sometimes we, we are preaching damnation to people that God's just trying to call a little higher. Sometimes, sometimes we are preaching, well, you ain't saved and you lost and God hates you. And God's just trying to call them higher. They, they need some sanctification, no doubt. Who don't? I know, I know some people got their stuff so together that they live on, on Mount Olympus or something and or not a mere mortal like some of us. But, but, but the rest of us, we're, we're walking this thing out every day, every day, every day. So, 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 so always making kind of the distinction uh, what, what this is about. Is, is he calling, is this, is this a call to the saved, or, 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 or to be saved rather, or is this a call to the saved to higher life? And if you're saved this morning, God's calling you to higher life. This morning, he is. And if you're not saved, I know God is calling you to be saved. He's calling you to be born again. He's calling you to come and receive. Anyway, it goes on, i got to hurry up. For God so loved the world, so loved. I know I ain't got time for this, but can't help it. Can't help it. The Lord taught me about so loved. I learned what so, so loved meant when he gave me my grandkids. Well, you had a wife and children. That didn't do it. That didn't do it. It didn't. It didn't. It just didn't do it. I love and appreciate them. But I learned what so loved was when them two babies come into the world. I was like, oh, my God, I know what so loved. I got them grandbabies, and I got them, and, and I oh, actually, when the, uh, when a bug was born, I actually got to start keep, keeping him on Fridays. Remember, y'all remember the stories, don't you? Like at six months old or three months old, whatever it was. What, whenever Jenny went back to work, five months old, six months old, whatever it was, I got to watch him. And this is how I learned that I so loved him. This is how I learned what so love means. Because remember, I had y'all pray. I would watch him on Friday, and I would tell y'all on Wednesday, I'm watching bug on Friday, pray he don't poop. Remember? Y'all remember? Oh, we're back on potty training, ain't we? We're back on potty training. You know what? All y'all talked about potty training last week. I'm glad you remember the message. I am. I am. Uh, well, but, but I learned because I would have y'all pray. Pray, pray, bug, don't potty. Pray because then he wasn't potty and he was just. And, and here's, here's what I see. Here's what I'd always been. I'd had girls. I'd had. You know, as a father, I didn't change. I hadn't found so love yet. I remember Steph. Steph, she loaded hers down good one time. I mean, she's thanking me right now. Uh, she, lo- you was like one, Steph. Come on. 
It ain't like it was last week. Well, although it could have been. And I carry, but I remember my grandma. We lived, we lived in the old farmhouse where Lee Ann lives now, and and my granddad and grandma lived in the brick house where I live now. And man, she stunk it up. And, and I, here I am, going, going. I'm going to grandma's with this. <laughs> I did. I took her all the way to grandma's like this. <laughs> you know what? Here's what I want to learn about. It's just how God so loves. I learned, and I learned this about myself when, when we had when we had bug. Of course, I he did good for a couple Fridays, and then he unloaded on me. Remember, I told you I got the puppy pad out and laid it on the puppy pad. That way, I could just throw the puppy pad. Out. I tell you what, you got to be pretty creative. I got some, I got some life lessons out of this stuff. And all y'all, if you got babies, you need puppy pads. You ain't got to clean it up. Just fold the puppy pad up. And Gone. Anyway, anyway, sometimes some of the clothes, too, if it got on there, because I ain't messing with them. Anyway, 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 I know, I know, shoot, shoot. Uh, anyway, here, here's what I, I learned. When bugs started doing that, unloading on me, you know what? It didn't matter. I, I learned something about so loved. I loved him. He so loved me. I did something I'd never done in my life. And, I, and through that, God showed me the potter's hand. And how the potter ain't worried about getting his hands dirty. I seen the vision of the potter's window, and I seen, I seen, and I've seen all the other stuff. And God said, "Look at his hands. Look at the potter's hands. He's not afraid of the mess. He won't know why, because he's so loved. He's so loved. He's so loved." Amen. So, so I learned, I learned, I learned what so love was, and, and here it is. I'm just gonna read these last few verses, and then I'm, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to quit. 17, 17 through about 21. Let's read it. For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world. Got it? He didn't. Haters. He didn't. Church people ought to be real happy right here. Yeah. God sent not his son in the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. 18, 19. He that believeth on him is not condemned. Eternal life. Hate on me. I don't care. Eternal life. He that believeth on him is not condemned. But he that believeth not is condemned. Who? Who? Who that believeth not? You want to know who's condemned? Him that believes not. Because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten, the only Savior that there is. There's no other. No other way. You want to get saved? It's the only name. It ain't happening no other way. You can't say, hey, hey, you, you come to church 500 days a year. That means you got to do a lot of traveling to get back and forth across timelines and stuff. But, but anyway, anyway. But just sitting in pews. No, no, no. That don't do it. Just believe it. Verse 19, 20. I, I got to finish. I got to finish. And, and this is the condemnation that the light has come into the world. This is why it's condemnation. And, and, and that men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. And I got to finish. And for everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. And then finally, verse 21. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, and his deeds are made, made manifest. They are, they are wrong of God. But here's, here's what I want to, here's what I, here's what I want, to, want to finish up at and, and try to bring back us back to the text and finish, and finish, finish, really. But here, here's, God sent not his son into the world to condemn it. I want to say something. I want to say something to all the misrepresentation. I want to say something that who's heard a misrepresentation of God. Who's, who, somebody has spoke for God. And they did it wrong. They didn't know God. I want to say this. Here's, here's what I want you to hear. Here's what I want us to hear if, if that's been us. I, I, I want it. Condemnation doesn't change the world. Why don't church people like that? Condemnation don't change the world. Ever. 
Think about it. Ever. It's never worked. Let me just say this. God wouldn't have had to send his son into the world to condemn it. He could do that perfectly fine on the throne. Matter of fact, he could have done it. He can do it real fine from the throne. He can sit high and lift it up and pass judgment, pass condemnation, just fine, thank you, from the throne. He didn't have to come into the world. He didn't have to send his son into the world to do that. And what that's telling us, man, it's, it's, it's a new season. It's a new day. He, we, he didn't have to do that. Amen. Amen. Here's how I know that. All those seasons that the church and church people have, has, have got fixated on little things or even big things, and some rightly so. Let me just say that. I just want to say this. God's got a value system. He's got a standard. His word. It is. He's got it. He's on lesson it. But, but, but here's what I want to say. Sometimes we've misrepresented it, not with the spirit of the, the letter. We've preached the letter, and it's killed without the spirit. Amen. Amen. Y'all out there? Amen. I'm killing you this morning, man. I'm just killing you. Amen. Here's what I know. When we've got so fixated on somebody like that guy, let me just use that because that will lighten the pressure a little bit. Some of them getting worried. I can tell. You got fixated on beards, you know, whatever. Here's what I know. Him condemning me didn't make me go home and shave my beard. I want you to take that wide. Because here's what I've learned. The preachers, the church, and people have, have got fixated on things and preached some things hot and heavy. And, and some of it was right. I'm not saying it was wrong. I'm not saying it wasn't the truth. It was the wrong spirit. And we've got fixated on that one thing and not been in remembrance of of the gospel, the good things that we should be established in, we got fixated on those those certain things. But here's what I know: it didn't change anything. How you know that, preacher? Well, everything we preached on is just it's worse now than it was then. Sin's still just as nasty. Amen. I've preached against drinking all my life, well, since I got saved. And one of the reasons I'm so passionate about that is is is, is because I was a it, the effects it had in my life. I pre, matter of fact, I've 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 got fixated on it before, and 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 really preached it hard. And it needs to be preached hard, but with the spirit, right spirit. Because here's what I know: when I preached it hard and hot and heavy, it didn't cause anybody to go home and quit drinking. Condemnation don't change. If condemnation changed, God would have got, got ahead of us a long time ago and been condemning and changed the world. Lord, help me, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, so, it don't change nothing. We have moved, according to Hebrews, we have moved from Mount Sinai, the mountain that was on fire, Hebrews 12, to Mount Zion. We, we've moved. Come on, somebody. We've moved. Here's what I know. Here's what Jesus came to do. And, and I'm, going, I'm going to my closing scripture. I am. I am. Here's what Jesus didn't come to condemn. Well, then what did he come to do, preacher? Remove the offense. Remove the offense. what he came for. He came to remove the offense. That's what he came for. That it would be removed. That he would take it on himself. Ain't that what Isaiah prophesied? Isaiah 53, 5 prophesied. Give me that, Kayla. You got that? Did I give you that? Isaiah 53 and 5. Did I give you that? Did I not? I did. I did. Are you sure? Look, look. Who? He was wounded. Not, not us. He was, what for? What for? For our, not his, our transgressions. He was wounded for our transgressions. What, what, what? He was bruised, what for? Our, tra our iniquities. He was. Chastisement of our peace was upon him. 
He comes not to condemn. Could have done that from heaven. He could done. You can do that from Mount Sinai. Have y'all have y'all seen it in the book? He could condemn from Mount Sinai very well. Thank you. Well, he didn't need Mount Zion. He come to Mount Zion to remove the offense. Am I in the gospel? I don't know. Amen. I bore you. I bore you. Let's go back. Let's go back then. Having that in mind, let me go back. Now I'm just going to, I'm going to rip through it and I'm going to finish it. Go back to John 20. John 20. Coming home. Coming home. Coming home. Coming home. Here I come. Y'all ready? John 20. Some of y'all looking like, boy, in the world. <laughs> hey, I had this pretty little message out of the book of Joshua I was going to preach you. I did. Had it all figured out, played out. Probably wouldn't have been done yet either, but still. <laughs> back to John 20. Can you take me back to John 20? Huh? It won't work. Oh, I don't go pick one. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> go back. <laughs> go back to 20. Go back to verse 22. Verse 22. No, you pick. I, I feel like I'm preaching on all of them. I don't know. <laughs> 22. Listen, listen. And when he said, listen, he breathed. You, you picked the perfect one, Kayla. You picked the perfect one. He, this is the one I want. He breathed. After Mary, he showed him his side. What, what, he, 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 he's, he's reassuring him about resurrection. He said, bank, bank everything on the resurrection. And then after that, after that, he'd done a little sin thing. And then he said, he said, he, he you, know, you know what, Keith, Keith preached Friday night out of the book of beginnings, out of the book of Genesis, about the first day. Well, I went a little bit further. I went over on over in a few days beyond. And not that he can't still go back and get it. But I, I went a little further on, and I found man in the book of beginnings, and I found God forming man, and I found God going, how many know God breathed the first time? Hey! He did. He breathed into, he breathed into the man the breath of life the first time. Into, into Adam. The first Adam. The first. Here comes Jesus. Here comes Jesus. Bank it on the resurrection. You can be sure of it because of the resurrection. Here's my hands. Here's my side. It's sure. And then he comes and he goes... And we know what it was. Receive ye that same spirit. The second breath of God. Hey! The second breath of God. You know what he's telling them? This is a new beginning. This is a new day. It's a new season. It's a new era. It's a new time. Sal and I, Sal and I we've moved We've moved from Sinai to Zion. It's a new day, new season. We've moved from judgment to mercy and grace. This second Adam, my God in heaven, this second, this second Adam, the second, I'm going to die, this second Adam. The second breath. The second breath. The second Adam breathes this second breath into the people of, of this new day, this new season, this new time. Which is, only helps us to really understand what, the, what was the breath? What's, what's the message? What, what, what is this? And he, he, he comes in verse 20. And verse 23 is pretty tough. I'm going to tell you, verse 23 has given me trouble in the past. And, and I ain't saying I got it all about it because there's some things in scriptures that sometimes still leaves me a little bit like, ooh, I don't know. But verse 23, then Jesus says, after you, he says, whosoever sins you remit. Now, you hang on to this because it, this will this, this, make your head go, what? 
if you really love the Bible. He said, whosoever sins you remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins you retain, they are retained. You know what it sounds like he's saying? You know what it sounds like? It sounds like, it sounds like you can judge heaven. You can decide who goes and who don't. That's what it sounds like. You can decide your sins are forgiven. How, how, many, know, how many know we, we as Bible believers know that that's not, that's not even. That's what it sounds like. How many know, how many, I'm going to use a big word here. I, I, y'all ready for a shock? Eisegesis. I said, it sounds like you got skin trouble or something, don't it? I said, Jesus. No, I said, Jesus. I said, Jesus is, is the, the idea, the idea of, of, of getting understanding, not from just one scripture. I, I know these brothers know that. Not from, and I know a lot of it. But it's not just taking one scripture and deciding, oh, I get to say who's forgiven and who ain't. Because that's what it looks like. But I said, Jesus tells us that that is nowhere close in the Bible anywhere else. So, you got to take it deeper. And I ain't got time to, to really bring out everything because I'm already late. I'm already behind. But, but, but when you look at it, when you take it and look at what's going on in this whole setting, and you, you understand it through eisegesis, what Jesus' messages was at every point, at every point. John 3, that's why I brought John 3 out. So we would understand. Jesus didn't come so anybody could condemn the world. Nobody's got the bad, I'm the goods today. Nobody gets to carry the big stick. That's why God won't give me a stick. Nobody. No, no, no. Because that's, that's not what Jesus come for. The season that Jesus come for was forgiveness. Forgiveness. He came for forgiveness. Forgiveness. That's the heart of it. And, and what, what he's telling the church, remember, this ties back in. I, as I was sinned, I sinned you. What he's telling the church, what he's telling the church, what he's telling us this morning, what he's telling maybe some ears here today, you know, uh, that, that it, without the message of forgiveness, without the message of forgiveness, people will never, people will always have their sin. Without the message of forgiveness, sin will never be gone. The world will never be changed. Your life will never change. The message of forgiveness is the message that removes the sin. Remember what Christ from? To remove the offense. Glory! You just need to take a minute and thank the Lord. Y'all been way too quiet. You thank Jesus. You thank Jesus. I'm closing. I'm closing. Who's coming? I'm closing. I'm closing. Closing, closing. Tell your neighbor he's closing. <laughs> he was made sin. He was made sin so we could be made righteous. Do you hear me? I know that's elevator music, do you? But no, you need to hear it. He was made sin so we could be made righteous. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. Yes, and we have got to, we've got to present and to preach and, and, and to pour out this, this message of the second breath. Second breath, forgiveness. Now, there's standards, there's things. Yeah, God's word, it sometimes calls us much higher. And people feel like they're being condemned, but they're not. They're being called higher. And they know that. They know that. They're the one. They know it better than you know it. They do. And I ain't afraid. I ain't scared to call people higher when his word declares it. I'm not. But I also know how to determine. And in, and in, in the scriptures we're using this morning, that the Lord has put on my heart for some people in here for today. 
not even really preaching on sanctification today. I, I'm preaching on somebody who may not have, have got the right understanding of who God is. He's been misrepresented. You think God hates you. You think God ain't for you. You think God can't, can't do anything with it. God, God wants to send you to hell. Come on! That's not what he come for. He don't have to leave heaven to send anybody to hell. He wouldn't have. No, he came. He came to remove it. Getting the second, this second breath. This, whatever time I got left. Whatever time his church has got left. Whatever time we got left. For Jesus come. Whatever that is. Whatever that is. Whatever that is. We need, we need to keep, keep preaching this forgiveness of sins. Even though it is elevator music sometimes. Come on! It's not deep enough, brother. Well, I'm going to tell you, sometimes they say people standing along the edges. They really need to hear you say, God don't hate you. He loves you. Come on. He died. He died for the forgiveness of your sins. Yeah. Yes! Don't get so deep. Get back and get established in present truth. I don't ever want nobody leaving this building right here. This building right here. Thinking God hates them. No, God might be calling you higher. But God don't hate you. He loves you. He loves you. He's put in my heart to want you to go higher. He's put in my heart, if you're unsaved, to be saved put in our heart God don't hate you no matter what no matter what you're dealing with right now no matter what your iniquities are in your mind he don't hate you Pastor I feel it I'm I'm, I'm telling you I'm not even sorry I feel it God don't hate you he's calling you higher 